Thanks for listening to the Adam and Dr. Drew Show on Podcast One. Uh, hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying your holiday time. And uh, like me, you're thinking about things for the new year. Think about home security. That's something you should do better. And no better time than now because Simply Safe Home Security, A, is the best protection, and B, Adam has put together a special security arsenal for yes, you. It's I a have. special package, hand-picked with entry, motion, and glass break sensors, everything. And right now for the holidays, our friends at Simply Safe are giving our listeners $200 off this package. Come on now. New year. Think about this. Do it right. No contracts, no commitments. So simple. You put it up. goes with you if you move. And right now, $200 off the hand-picked security arsenal. All you got to do is go to Simply Safe with an I, S-I-M-P-L-I, safe.com. Slash Adam two that is the word for the number two so it's Adam T W O simplysafe.com slash Adam two for two hundred dollars on the home security system again it comes ready to roll put it up yourself no commitments no contracts no installations no salespeople just head on over to simplysafe.com slash Adam two all right let's get to the show. Recorded live at Corolla One Studios with Adam Corolla and board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist, Dr. Drew Pinsky. You're listening to The Adam and Dr. Drew Show. Yeah, get it on. <clears throat> Got to get on, no. Choice for the get on mandate. Get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. Drew's got a book I'm taking away from him because yeah. I'll start reading it. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How are you doing, Drewski? Thank you. I'm doing good. Uh, you said, uh, Gary, before the mic's heated up, tilted towards a, a topic about disorder or something. You got me all curious. Um, Is it worth talking about? Yes. I I was talking to Dr. Spaz. Ah. Oh, I think Spaz is going to fill up with me in a couple <clears throat> weeks, by the way. Oh, joy. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Circle that on the calendar. Now I was having a nice conversation what? with him oh. about this oppositional defiant disorder. Okay, and and then I started thinking about some folks I used to work with around here, and I started thinking about my buddy Ray and some other folks in my life, and I realized, oh, they have a disorder. Yeah, like Ray can't do things that you tell him to do without. He won't do them. Yeah. He won't. Yeah. And 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 the reason I actually had this very interesting um little sort of yardstick to measure whether someone has this disorder or not. Um <clears throat> it, it's really this. Um you know, you talk about um addiction not measured in in pints. Or ounces, but addiction and uh, continuing use in the face of ad- adversarial consequences. Uh, consequences. Yeah. You know, you're losing your job, DUIs, or getting a divorce. You're still doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, when I look at this with this uh, oppositional defiant thing, look, people are oppositional and defiant about things like, "Hey, go to the gym and work out." I don't want to go to the gym and work out. You know that. That that's that's one thing, or sometimes people have other, you know, go to the doctor, go to the dentist. No, it hurts, you know, whatever it is. But when you, for me, when you lay out things like I lay out things to my buddy Ray that are for his benefit, and he's still telling me to go fuck myself, then it gets into the disorder department. Yeah, he's not listening even. He's he's just moving into posture immediately. Well, there was a very interesting thing that I I that I 
cleaned. I, 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 I saw I saw a little glimmer of it because anything in authority has to get effed with. And so you're trying to do a TV show. He's going to drill when you're talking. <laughs> I thought, oh, that's that's that thing. I don't even know. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he knows it, but uh, right. I had this, this. That's the disorder again. They just do it automatically. Well, there's one really interesting sort of test for the disorder, and it's a test that's almost like the doctor hitting you in the kneecap, the mm. little rubber mallet. Mm-hmm. It's just either moves or it doesn't move, but yeah. it's not really about, well, I choose to kick or I don't choose to yeah, kick. It's, it's a reflex. Yeah. Um, we were stand, standing on set, and I started saying during rehearsal, but I the cameras were rolling or something, and I was saying, you know, I said, uh, I said something to to Ray. Um, I said to Ray, um, somebody bashed his truck up and left him a note, and then the guy said his um, his, his name was uh, let's say Rob. Yeah. So I said, uh, I said, what was the guy's name, Ray? I said, the guy left a note, said his name was Rob. And I said, all right. And I, I looked at the camera and I said, Rob, if you're listening, I'm coming gunning for you. You got me? And then I stopped and Ray said, uh, his name was Rob. Oh. And I said, <laughs> didn't I say Rob? And he said, no, you said Bob. And I said, oh, I thought I said Rob. No, no, you said Bob. And then everybody else in the room and their you know, floor managers and set guys, everyone else was there, stage. And they all looked and they went, no, he said Rob. And I said, Ray, you're standing closest to me. Why did you decide I said the wrong name when eight, the eight other people who are standing here knew I said the right name? Yeah. And here's why it's the reflex test. You didn't hear me say Bob. I said Rob, and and that's what everyone else heard. But they don't have oppositional defiance disorder. You act as soon as I stopped. You went. You said it the wrong way. And right. if by the way, if you're alone with that person in a car, you'll start going with it. You got to go. Yeah. I guess I thought I said Rob, but I guess I said Bob. Yeah, it's it's what's crazy making about certain kinds of pathologies. But but uh, I would argue he probably has an attentional thing too. He doesn't pay good attention. Well, that. that's a very good thing. Yeah. This is going to bring us around to the real problem okay and and by the way i'm fascinated by how do you change that and how much can you change well not zero no not zero but go ahead i'll tell you about it after go ahead. uh well please i'd like to know because um i said to him and you know, he was wanted to be a part of the tv show yeah. and you know that, yeah, told that, this, that yeah. yeah and i said to him you got to go take an improv class yeah, you're not me. listening no no okay. I, I mean you told you told this much you know yeah uh when then you know about the argument that happened yep. when he decided not to see the improv. Yep. All right. Well, yesterday or he last, he screams at, essentially yells, "You're not the boss of me." Or I'll go do it right now. <laughs> so he, he yelled, "Do you want me?" He yelled, "Do you want me to go f- see the improv coach right now?" And I said, "Yes." And he yelled, "Fuck you! I'll go do it." And I've had, by the way, I've had versions of this happen with other things. But think about it, it's like a little kid throwing a oppositional tantrum. Right? Well, at, yeah. especially yeah. when it has to do with them. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no. Well, you want to talk about BarkBox and I'll sure, talk about I'll the latest? Okay. Delivery of BarkBox gives you four to six natural treats, super fun toys. They're all picked around a surprise theme each and every month. Your dog will love these. You just tell them how big your dog is. Choose a plan, one, six, or 12 months. Then BarkBox delivers on the 15th of each month. BarkBox, B-A-R-K-B-O-X. You can cancel anytime. Free shipping throughout the continental United States. And if your dog does not like something in that bark box, you will just tell them and they will send you something new for free. 
All the edible treats are made in the USA or Canada. And for a free extra month, that's right, so that 1, 6, or 12 becomes 2, 7, or 13, go to BarkBox, B-A-R-K-B-O-X dot com slash Corolla, C-A-R-O-L-L-A, when you subscribe, and you'll get that free extra month. And if you have a, a big dog like Phil, you know it's hard to keep toys going. Oh, my you God. Gotta, <laughs> and the food, too. And they, they, my, I don't know about you, but our dog really digs the treat thing. I mean, that's a big deal to him. And so having uh-huh. new ones and different ones that he likes is very, very fun. BarkBox. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, we got in a screening match, and he said, fine, I'll go see my improv coach. And uh, that was about the last came of it. And then um, – couple days back now we're 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 slated to do 10 shows and uh we've done six so a few days away from doing our seventh show and i just said to ray how's it going with the coach in the improv uh-oh <laughs> uh-oh yeah it's a problem seven shows in yep uh, and well, uh, i've certainly seen a great lots of great improvisational examples during the show He's not very good on his feet. He's not, you know, he's not doing what I'd like him to do, which is shining a little bit. You know, he can use this platform mm-hmm. to shine, not to take over the show or to, to, to elbow show, me out of the way. Something, something. Yeah. It's just sit, sit in the corner of the, the shrubs over there and throw out some zingers every once in a while. And, you know, yeah. it's going to help. So helps um, you. The more interesting stuff me, around helps him, you. helps yeah. everything. Yeah. So um, I said to him, uh, by the way, and, and also with these people who have this affliction, there is no such thing as, hey, just brush your teeth every night before you go to bed. It's good for uh, gum health. And then you leave the room, and that's it. Oh, no, every single night you have to walk in and go, did you brush your teeth? Did you, uh, okay, I'm sleeping. Okay, but did you brush your teeth? Leave me alone. You know, Oof. I'm not trying to bug you, but I'm asking if you brush your teeth. Could you imagine that? Well, that's what my life becomes because they can't. But I mean, if you had a kid like that. I have one kid like that and one kid who's not she's that She's not really like that. No, I mean, no, she's like a 10-year-old Yeah, who, you know, right. I, you know, do you left the door open? I wasn't in there last. Right. You know, mommy went in there. Right. You know, there's a lot of that. And who knows with my house what, what, who, who did what? We don't know. But the point is, is when I said to, um, I said, so how's it going with the coach? I, said, I you know, it's, it's one of those things. It's hard to notice any improvement, but it doesn't mean you're not working with somebody on it or whatever. And he said, um, I haven't seen him in like, uh, it's been, I haven't seen him in a little while. And I said, what does that mean? Like, we're right in the middle of this thing. How long's it been? Two weeks. I said, two weeks? That's uh, this kind of thing where it's supposed to be twice a week, every week, you know? It's been two weeks, huh? I think it's been two weeks. I said, two weeks or three weeks? Maybe three weeks. Uh-oh. So three weeks or a month. He said, oh, okay, maybe it's been a month. How many I, times have you seen him? All, all told, all in. Uh, Gary, we're going to have to get to the bottom of this, but according to his description, this is his account of it. His accounting, literally now. Uh, Sorry, his accounting of it. Yeah. They have met twice and had discussions. That's it. And he's decided to go another direction. Ray has. And is currently looking for a class to take, even though... His claim is he hasn't seen him in a month, which I would assume is two months or was, six weeks. Didn't we hear something about this way back at the beginning? This sounds familiar. Like he he started from this place. He started by saying, I 
I started by saying you're not very good at listening. The way no, you get no, better but, at but, listening is to get an improv, is not get an improv coach. I said, start getting a class, start doing right. improv. You're going to be on camera. Right. It helps with your listening. Yeah. So just go get in a class. I mean, I said it like we're, we're entering a professional soccer tournament now. Get to hit the gym. You know, that's basically what I'm saying is you're, you're not in good shape. You need to get in the gym and work it out, you know, get a trainer, get in a step class or, or spinning class. You know, that's, that's how I was saying it. And it's no different than that, by the way. It's like, go get your reps. Go break a sweat. You know, get movement. Yeah. Get moving because we're going to play this tournament. It's going to be fast and there's a lot of competition and we want to be on our, our, be at our best. Yeah. So, um, no, the beginning was um, he, 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 he found somebody, but he wasn't seeing him. And then it got to the point where he did see him. But as Ray said, it wasn't a good fit. <laughs> and now... He's looking for a class, although I don't know what that means because you can go online and find a class in 30 seconds. And yeah. if it's been over a month, when are you signing up for this class? Oof. And every class is – and I brought in my uh, my uh, play program from the Two Roads Players <clears throat> March 31st, 1990 when I was doing improvs and writing sketches and doing – Stuff. I was 26, yeah. and I was out hitting it, working full-time, um, by the way, and doing it on weekends. Um, every theater, every every church, every 99 theater, they all have a Saturday afternoon, whatever. You can go. It's not like, well, I work on Mondays. You know what I mean? It's weekends. It's, it's nights and weekends because they do it for people who are working, essentially. Are these actual quotes on the back here? Are they made up? I don't know. I never looked into it. Uh, this is Nietzsche and Plato, Tolstoy. Quotes on the back. I don't know. Anyway, good pot. So he said... Uh, <laughs> Thank you. So evidently he's... Speaking of ODD. I, I, so the, the long and the short of it is I told him to do something that would benefit him and benefit me and benefit his chances of being on the show that he's begged to be on. I... Told him essentially whatever he was doing, it wasn't really working out. It wasn't. I needed him to start to get better, mm. start listening, start progressing, start getting better. And his life hasn't worked out at all. Obviously, he lives in an apartment, drives a truck that's worth less than three thousand dollars. So please listen to me. And furthermore, as I say to everybody, it's not like I didn't do it. I did it times a hundred. You mean like him? You mean been like him? Everyone I talk to in my life, I go, I'm not telling you get down and lick my boots, you <laughs> dog. I'm saying go do something I formerly did many, many on many weekends and many weeknights for many years. I'm not telling you to do anything I didn't do. Yeah. Were you ever uh, any oppositional features yourself? I had a sort of self oppositional, like I probably hurt myself. I, I opposed anything I said. <laughs> I tried not. I, I, I do consider the source. Mm. I, I don't. You know, when Ray says something to me, I don't oftentimes believe it because he's right. he's lied so many times and been miss whatever. So his batting average is so horrific that I tend not to listen to him. When Kevin Hench, my writing partner, says something, I tend right. to listen acutely. No, I get it. I get and if it. somebody says to me, 
you know, an observation. Like, you know, when I, st- when I was doing my morning show, I think Jimmy said to me, I was listening to the show the other day, he said awesome nine times in like 10 minutes. And I went, I, did I? And he said, yeah, he kept saying awesome. Oh, I say, hey, I'm, I'm, I got a new TV. That's awesome. You know, he kept saying that's awesome. And he said, you don't even really use that word very much. You're sure using it a lot. And I went, well, I'm embarrassed and uh, I won't do that anymore. <laughs> right. All right. So, so you asked about change. He's at- you ask about change and how people change. What what did you experience in that moment that led to the change? A little bit of shame. Okay, shame. Is that the only emotion? No, I had at first. I had to assess. First was like an accuracy thing. Like, am I? Well, first off, where is Jimmy? He's sitting in his car in traffic. Okay, yeah. what is he reporting to me? He's reporting to me that he listened to one break on right. his way into work and he heard me say "awesome" like way too many times. Yeah. So, is this an accurate source? Yeah. Uh, yes, I believe it to be accurate. Yeah. Is he telling me this to try to knock me down a peg? Right. Or is he interested in me do, turning out a better product? Yeah. And thus making more money and being more fruitful in life. Yeah. So okay, I've, I figured yeah, that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all. Yes and yes. Huzzah. Now he's telling me something that I feel a little embarrassed okay, about. Okay, so embarrassed and shame. Shame and embarrassment, though, usually doesn't sustain a change. It'll make it in the moment. But it doesn't really sustain it because change I, requires I, maintenance. You I, know? Went, I went back. Now, now I'm going I'm to let me preface what I'm about to say is that is that because it was sort of a professional recommendation, it's a little different because professionally you have sort of a procedure you go to to make team you assess and you build and you redo. Well, things. sort of, sort but, of. But the the it's not a guy coming up and you're working on you know refrigerator repair and he's explaining you how to braise something. This is you talking and giving your personality and. Right. But there's a personal side, I, I obviously, understand. to the radio. It's not as cut and dried as it's no, a professional set. I get what you're saying, which is that it, <laughs> it cuts. It cuts deep. But what well, it doesn't cut deep. It cuts deeper than how do you how do you hang a door or something. But but it but it has the adjusting has its own attentional quality to it because it is a professional environment. Does that make sense? Like you're going to pay attention to the change uh, differently sort of, no, differently than yes if somebody no. said, "Hey, I don't like your attitude." No, if somebody said you have bad breath. I, I would think about that when I was going out to meet that right, person for lunch right, the next fair, time. Fair it would enough. be in my head, okay, and so, I would so, floss. So you're going to argue that it's in the same as – very similar to any other change behavior. So fine. So uh, so shame and guilt don't usually sustain change. They trigger you the process of change, but they're not what sustain. Well, what sustains it for me is uh, a little shame, mm-hmm. a little guilt mm-hmm. – I put I go back in time and picture Jimmy sitting in his car in traffic and hearing me say awesome awesome did, awesome. Did you ever think about his face reaction to it? Like what his face would look like? I think sometimes I do. Yeah. yeah and I think, what, would, I, what would be on his face? Just some fecal matter and a swastika. <laughs> that's the usual. That's Drawn the, with the, no, that's the no, usual. I, no, no, no. Other I, than I, usual. I mean, I'm picturing him. I'm picturing him. I'm picturing him being a fan of me yeah. and a fan of my ability and not. Appreciating this yeah. moment, yeah, yeah, and and being a little disappointed, disappointed, and so I think to myself, well, there's two things, and I wish everyone had this with me, but evidently, almost everyone in my life is sort of bottomless with this, mm. which is my greatest goal is to never have this discussion with Jimmy ever again. Yes, I never want to have this discussion I, I, with I, him, and I say to people constantly because I'd have conversations with people not three times, not twenty one yeah. times, but 
47 times where right. I'm saying them, but you please do this. Is, I never want to discuss this with you ever again. Is that, though, because you want so much to do a better job or just you don't want to feel this way ever again? I look at life as you're here for between yeah, you know, your motivation. Not zero your, and 85 years. No, no. You're, just, you're here for this finite period of time. Okay. There's many books to write, lectures to go to, lectures to listen to, TV shows to make, documentaries. It's all playing with the kids. It's all there, all the good stuff. And then there's rinse out the coffee mug so we don't spend a bunch of time with the sponge and the whatever. Okay, that's bad. Yeah. Okay. I want to spend as little time as humanly possible getting into that. Yeah. Little time. Now, not no time. Sadly, it's going to have to be stated that, hey, you got to rinse a little water in the mug before you go to the thing so it doesn't dry up, make the ring, take a blah, blah, blah. And then I say it once, and then it's back to playing with the kids or working on the documentary. Yeah. But I don't want to circle back again and discuss the I mug understand. again I and, and whatever the version of that is. And I certainly don't want to do it for the 47th time. Okay. And I have that at the I, other I, shop. I had I it, it here. I would so argue that when, most people want to change because they don't like a feeling state. They don't want to ever feel that again. Well – I didn't here here's the biggest problem with the prob, with the people that are afflicted with this disease. I didn't feel one ounce of anger toward Jimmy. Yeah. I felt one hundred percent I needed to change. Right. Not not a hundred percent oh you're not funny, Adam, or he thinks you're stupid. Or he called you a bad morning DJ. I didn't think any of that. If, I, if somebody does think that, what's the feeling they're trying to avoid? They're if they feel like they get angry at the person or the other person. Screw Jimmy. Yeah. Um. I I, I really feel like it's a vestige of adolescence. But they're trying to avoid shame. Yeah, they're trying to avoid shame. Yeah. Yes, they, they can't tolerate shame, and so it's sort yes. of a narcissistic disorder because it's, it's can't extremely tolerate. narcissistic right. because you have a person saying. Look, um, you get a lot more power on your backhand if you use two hands on your stroke, and you're going, "Hey, pops." I know what I'm doing over here. And, like, that person's trying to help you with your game. So that shame, you know, embarrassment feeling, he can't feel that. Can't tolerate it. It's shattering to him. Can't do it. Right. I I would argue a much more uncomfortable experience is a shitty apartment and a piece of shit pickup truck. So so for you, shame and guilt are sufficient. Uh, Do you mind going through this exercise? I think it's very illustrative. Uh, uh, Shame and guilt are sufficient to get you to change. For him, no, because he can't feel it. He can't feel that. So, yep. so just like drug addicts can't feel anything, there there's certain things that get through. So, using my addiction model again, which mm-hmm. is how you started this conversation. T- two things get through when people are stuck in these modes that they can't change. One is if they don't change it, they're going to die. Then they become willing to change. Now, mm-hmm. there's no reason likely he's going to die in this situation. So, no. so that's not likely to be felt. The other is some way or another they disgust themselves. They get disgusted with themselves. Mm-hmm. It's how people lose weight. It's mm-hmm. how people – it's when they see themselves yeah. as they are, yeah. they'll go, oh, shit, that's disgusting. No, they lose and weight. Boom, they, they go, change. I saw a picture of myself yeah. from Fourth of July two years ago. Yeah. I was wearing shorts and a tank top, and I, I was disgusted when I saw that boom, picture. Change. Right. That's it. Power. Right. Next day. Boom. Right. It starts. Right. And it sustains. But these that's people the aren't disgusted with themselves because they're insane narcissists. Because he can't see himself. Right. So, so how do you break through that? And that's what therapy's supposed to do. Well, that's why the next thing out of my mouth is, how long have you been seeing my dad? 20 years. You should get your fucking money back. Get your fucking money back. 
Because I've literally well, talked to my dad, and I said, he doesn't need to be seeing you once a week. He needs to be seeing someone from the Groundlings once a week and working it out. Now, now to be fair, some personality disorders are rigidly fixed, and people don't believe they can really be changed. So you can only dampen them down or dampen them up kind of thing. You know what I mean? You can sort of, or, or it gets bigger. Oh, I, I have yeah. listen. Less, and, l- and l- that, l- listen to me. Ray is going to turn 54 in four weeks. There's not been a fucking thing I've ever said to him since I've been I've been successful for 20 years plus now. And I've been trying to explain to him, here's what you do. Explaining doesn't work, right? Absolutely not, not. It's not that. This, no. is, this is a whole different process, right? It does not, no, it's not a process. It's a non... No, getting him to change is a whole different process. Oh, it's, a, it's, a non, it, it's, it's a non-thing. You can get him to, to cool down some of the behaviors uh, a little it's, bit. It basically turns into, look, take an improv class, don't take an improv yeah. class, or go fuck yourself but, but, and don't ever talk to me about ideally, it ideally, he should get in a new kind of a connection with another person, a good therapist, who can c- attach to him sufficiently that he becomes able to tolerate seeing himself as he really well, is. Well, there's where my dad is doing a horrible, horrible job. He's got to get his money back from my dad. Like, <laughs> I do. I honestly think about it. It's like I, I realize like my my dad's star patient is Ray, and Ray's a fucking is horrible. Why don't you at least teach him to play a trumpet or something? We get something out of it for that hour. Yeah, you get something. Yeah. Something. <laughs> oh, he can play the glockenspiel. My dad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's I, talk about true carbs. All right, all right. Uh, I'm getting uncomfortable, but if you want to feel comfortable that you're getting a fair price, you need the context. You need the information. You need. All the you – listen, there's an imbalance when you go to buy something. The, the people who's trying to sell you something, they know a lot. You don't, but not with True Car because you can learn a fair price, what other people are paying right in your area. And uh, you'll see for the car you want, you'll learn about it. And once you register for that particular price, that price is a locked-in estimate. That's locked in for a actual inventory on the dealer's lot. So when you show up at the lot of one of the other 13,000 True Car certified dealers – when you show up at that lot with that locked-in price, you can feel confident that it's there, the car is there, you're going to get that price, and on average, you can expect to save over $3,000 off MSRP. There have been over 3 million cars sold, as I said, by the over 13,000 true car certified dealers nationwide. So when you're ready to buy, new or used, what was I said last yesterday? I was like... Uh, new or used? Uh, I can't remember now. I had a, a nice news, little... used, trues car. Yeah, something there you go. Like something that, like that. Yeah. So when you're ready to buy, go to True Car and you'll enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. All right. So uh, bottom line with these people mm-hmm. is you just pretty much you. you well, what I've done is just realize, oh, screw it, I'm done. Well, like that's I, what personality not, disorders are. Yeah, they, no, I, I get it. You're, you'll just be that and, and you'll and, have, take that to your grave. And, and to be fair, we should. And, and I want to say this, too, because I say to these people all the time, how is this serving you? Is it serving you? Is it serving you? Because I'm looking at you. And by the way, you're constantly hitting up me. I need some money. Can I do a podcast? Can, can, you, can you get me on your show? So evidently, it's not serving you. So if it's not, if it was really working... And I mean, listen, Jimmy Kimmel has some of this in him, some of it, but it serves him. See what I'm saying? Well, it's, a, it's a trait rather than a disorder. It becomes a disorder when it affects functioning. Yeah, whatever it is, I'm sure Madonna has some of this, but it serves her. Yeah. She's figured out a way to make it serve her. But Ray, it's not serving you. So for you now, would you like to alter this path? The answer is no. And, and so now moving on. 
that's but, but be careful with the serving him part because that's what he's always searching for as a way to make it work for him. I don't, I'm not careful about anything yeah. anymore. I'm just moving on. The, yeah. the, the point is, is we shall go. Drew, the point is, is three weeks before this endeavor started, I begged him to sign up for an improv class. I, yeah, yeah. Hold was, on. We shall now finish 10 episodes without him taking an improv yeah. class. And that's a three month period. And I get it. That's why they call it oppositional defiance. It's, it's a no sale. Go yes. to line five. Oh, uh, line three's been on hold for a while. Five longer, but go ahead. <clears throat> oh, sorry. I guess it's fun. Did it five move around or something mm-hmm. on me? Mm-hmm. Okay, well then hold on a second. I don't want to be oppositional. <laughs> Chris, 37. You too, it's true. Chris? Hey, what's up, guys? Hold on one second. <laughs> I made a Paul Newman documentary that starred me Yeah. and Paul Newman. As the oh, narrator, yeah. and uh, the you guy, sucked. the guy said, uh, "I was I was actually fine in it." But the guy said, uh, "Get Adam out of it, and it's a good movie." And I said, "Get me out of it," and I left out of it. Now of I think that's probably the opposite of that particular disorder. Yes, it is right. I, I cut I, every frame of me out of my movie. Well, following anything that anybody tells you is not the same as that disorder, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, Chris. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's going on? It just the reason I say that's because once in a while, when I argue with this individual, they lump me in with them. Like, well, you're just as pighead as any, and it's like not like different. No. Different, yeah. No, I'll argue about things I'm right about, but the second you tell me to stop saying awesome, I stop it. Okay, sorry. Go ahead, Chris. Going on, fellas. Hey, uh, quick question. Um, I was just wondering now that uh, people are starting to live quite a bit longer than they used to. Uh, has the biological clocks been getting extended for women? And I guess men, i just sort of been hearing recently in the years that men have a biological clock as well, at least as far as the sort of de- developmental capacity of the, of the child being born. Has there been any research or study showing that those uh, numbers you, you, are, are you getting first gotta, as well? You first got to tell me what you mean by the male biological clock. I don't, I don't quite get that. Oh, well, like the older the guy is, the more the more of a chance there's going to be a sort of a de- developmental disability oh. with the child. There have been some, true? yeah, there have been some studies that show that there might be a link between elder fathers, older fathers, and autism. But again, not been proven yet. But there's some data to that effect, and that has not changed. Uh, nor has the age the age of onset of puberty has dropped. But the age of for the window of fertility hasn't extended on the other end. Yeah, you'd think that it as we live longer and as everyone gets married later and blah 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 that somehow this is going to extend. But it's just not going to extend. It's not happening. It's a it's a it's a thing that cuts off at you know thirty four and a half or whatever it is, and then after that starts getting dangerous. And it doesn't care if you go to sixty or one hundred and sixty; it's going to cut there. Now right. maybe five hundred years from now or a thousand years from now, who knows? Right. But for now, that doesn't happen. For the men, the biological clock save this uh, thing about autism. Uh, autism that probably doesn't really exist. Yeah. The biological clock is extended because the biological clock is, is not is a physical the, clock. The life it's, it's not a biological it, it, clock. It's just the life expectancy. It's just the life expect- expectancy. So that can be altered because it doesn't it's not hardwired. Mm-hmm. It's not plumbed. It's an it's a it's a it's a notion more than it is a plumbing in men. In men. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Enjoy. Oh, wait, wait. oh what? What Go Chris? Ahead, Go Chris. ahead, Chris. 
I was going to say, do you think maybe all these new developmental delays is sort of our bodies maybe catching no, up with that evolution? I don't, I don't think there's a bunch of new developmental delays. There are. I just there, think there, we're there, out there are. Well, there, <laughs> there are psychological delays from the standpoint of adolescence, sort of <laughs> depend, adolescent dependency going on longer, but that's not a biological As soon thing. as we said spectrum with things, then everybody's, oh, he's got a little Asperger. It's like, no, I don't. Yeah, but, uh, a little bit. A little bit. No. <laughs> and then I answer, you know, my answer is, okay, if I have a little Asperger's, you should fucking pray you get a little Asperger's too, dick. Maybe you'd get something done. <laughs> Fuck everyone. Tell Bruce. Next Dominic, week, two weeks when he's in here for me. Whatever it is him. I got. Please tell him. We should make out. <laughs> I could cornhole you and get you some of that. It'd be the best day of your fucking life. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Dominic. Adam, Dr. Drew, uh, always telling a friend about the show and supporting the sponsors. I love what you guys do. Thank you, Thanks, buddy. Dominic. You go to drdrew.com, too, <clears throat> please. I need you. Yeah. I will. I will. Thank Hydro you. Light's on there, right? That's my man. Okay, mm-hmm. good, good. Um, Adam, a few shows ago, you mentioned that um, you were working as a car- when you were working as a carpenter, you encountered some shells of a husband, and um, they were afraid of their wife, and it was a bit of a wake-up call for me. Um, I used to wonder how guys could ever get like that, but I'm wondering if I've kind of been spiraling into a shell myself. Mm-hmm. Well, well as, uh, as a shell of a husband, let me speak on their uh, behalf. Yeah. Are you afraid of your wife? or It's, it's afraid. I called you guys about a year ago. Um, I, had, I used to put gel in my hair, and a couple times I left my uh, wedding ring like on the sink. And when I went to the park, she would yell at me about it, and we'd have some kind of blowout fight. Um, she's very critical, and it seems like I can't, nothing can be missed. Um, leave a little bit of grease on, the, uh, on a pot. or Lynette, you know, is this you? Lynette? I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> God. That's what you said last year. Uh, yeah, that's hysterical. Uh, yeah, I probably Lynette did. doesn't have an ounce of criticism in her, although a little bit would be nice. Um, cause it does kind of keep you in line. Um, that's, yeah, that's true. Well here, yeah, look, so, so wait, so how has this progressed? So you, you sort of shrunken down a little bit, you've pulled in a little bit, you've protected yourself, so, you've accommodated some of the aggression. Okay. Not necessarily bad. You guys, you guys told me to, to talk to her because it's been getting worse. We've been married for about a year and a half at that time. And, and I did. And she didn't say anything, but it got better. And for like a while, she stopped with the critical biting comments, and and then it just became the, the critical. So while the biting comments aren't there, which is which is really good, um, I, I feel a little bit under attack. And this might be me. You know, it this, could this very might... well be you. Oh well, well hold on. hang on. Now, Adam, would, you would argue if this were Lynette calling us to talk about this, you would say. Well, what are you doing to make him critical, and why don't you adjust to some of that? Is it is it is she pointing out something real, right? Would you say that? Hang on, what, am I not? Saying well, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Sort of. I I wouldn't couch it that way. Okay. I, I would right. I'd just sort of break it down. Which is if if there's instances that are repeated instances of you not being able to find your phone or, or whatever an is. extra set of keys so I can move the car when you're out of town or something, but you have the keys with you right. and I can't move the car to change your flat tire or whatever it is. Is, it, is she then, critical about the same sort of stuff over like, and over? That's not really being critical. That's sort of being pragmatic. Like, But I wanna, he's experiencing it as critical. So well, what? it doesn't mean it's critical. 
So back to me? Yeah. Um, yeah. The, you know, there's some things that I've learned a lot. I, I'm a little lackadaisical um, and like I leave the baby, we, we've got the nine month old baby and I'm always leaving the baby wipe thing open and yeah. uh, it's, they're, dry, they're drying they're out. They're drying out. She yeah. gets pissed. This, and, this, and I, I, well, the reason she gets pissed is because she's told you that 18 times if, and it's a simple thing. It has a flap on it and it's white and right. you snap if it down. If he finishes this with a mason jar comment, I'm going to give a slow <laughs> clap right now. So. <laughs> no, I, but I'm, as I'm saying to everybody, because I get into this too, it's like, hey, what do you have? What do you have? What are you so shitty about? It's like, because I don't want to talk about this, and I don't want the towels to dry out. So just simply right, wake so up and do this. He's married, she's married, he's married to you. That's right. That's, that's kind of where it's at. And I'm, you know, I'm trying to pay more attention to this stuff. And some things I have, but she hasn't called it out. And I'm not going to just go bragging that, hey, you know, hey, I've been washing the grease out of the pan lately. No, I I, that's, the other, I mean? that's so. the other The other side of the story is when you want to go there, get some brownie points because you did something you should have done anyway, like which is snap the right. lid down on the squeeze ketchup container. Oh, well, Highness, let me finish up the plaque. Would you like a plaque or would you like a, a medallion? What a trophy. <laughs> a trophy. All right. How about all the above? Like, look, you, what you're doing is participating in life, in commerce here. But look, I, I feel you, Dominic. What I'm saying is, is when somebody says, snap the lid back on the baby's, baby wipes, because that's a perfect thing. They leave them open all the time. It dries out. And then really what, what it does is it punishes you and her. And the baby's ass, because you, you find yourself in a way. And, look, in a way, this is the stuff we've been talking about all all show. Well, right. Not only that, but I can I tell you how many millions of Americans over the course of the last hundred years have probably perished over nothing, mm. where they just went. Well, how how late's the Ralphs open? Oh, they're open till ten. Okay, well, someone's got to go to Ralphs because the kid just shit himself up. But you got to go get the baby, and somebody gets hit by a drunk driver. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just nothing. Like yeah, over yeah. a fifty cent item. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So when Jimmy told me to stop saying awesome, I thought to myself, I I never want to do that ever again. And when your mm-hmm. wife says, "Hey, snap the lid down on the baby wipe," think I never want to have this conversation with her yeah. ever again. Yeah. Don't think what what hey woman. Why are you coming down on me? Think better. I pay for these baby wipes, yeah. and they're going dry. Be- because at the moment that you accept, really motivate change, you can change. It's the problem is creating the motivation. Listen, That's a- I tell people all the time, and I used to get in this argument where I'd go, well, what if I said, not, not with Lynette, but with whomever. I'd always go, what if I said, if... If I come back here for a year and I don't see that lid snapped on open on that baby wipe thing, I'll give you ten thousand dollars. You think yeah. you could get it done? Oh, right. for you know what the answer is? For sure. Yeah, that's huh. the motivation. Okay, yeah. now pretend you have an ounce of dignity <laughs> <laughs> that's worth ten thousand dollars. That's to you. worth ten thousand dollars. Speaking of dignity, one last comment about the shell of a husband thing. Um, I am so glad not to be involved in the construction and stuff that you saw over at our house. I, I'm grateful. Yes, Cause, cause I, I kind of would be too. Not because I'm – right. Not because I'm a shell. because she knows how to do it. I don't. And uh, I don't want to worry about that shit. And thank God she's doing it. So, I don't, well, I, so they, they come busy. to me with questions. I go, don't ask me, man. Good. I don't know. I'm, I'm no good. Well, I'll tell you what is good. Simply safe. When you're done with that pool house, let's get the alarm going with simply safe. Oh, hell yes. Protecting your home should be easy. It, uh, That's a great pass. idea. I'm going to put one out there. I'm going to do it. It's not. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, you should, because otherwise you'd have to 
dig a trench and pull wires right. and blah, 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 put some kind of variable conduit no. in there. No way. Installation, I know you know it. Installation appointments, drilling holes and dragging and getting a, a locked in into contracts. No. Let's go Simply Safe. Comprehensive, professionally monitored home security online. Each system is a security arsenal. Entry and motion sensors, high def security cameras, everything you need to keep your family safe. CNET called it comprehensive, easy to use protection and named it editor's choice for home security. That was back in 2014 and they just keep getting better, man. Order today, get protection by the end of the week. 10% off right now. Go to Simply Safe, two eyes in there, simplysafeadam.com. That's simplysafeadam.com. Get the 10% off. Simply Safe. All right, go to amcurl.com if you need anything. We got the 24 hour war. We got Corolla drinks. Say hi to Lynette over there. We got no safe spaces. Me and Dennis Prager. A lot of wisdom rolling off that guy's tongue. Get that at iTunes or Amazon or whatever. I agree with me. The new t shirt. Check mm-hmm. that out. Drewski, what do you got? Go to drew.com. Please support the people we have supporting us there. And check out the podcast. I'm Ian Spaz, me and Bob Forrest. Uh, this is Fred Stoller this week on the Dr. Drew Podcast. And, uh, of course, you can get Adam Drew Podcast. And me and Catherine, you can get the KBC show there, too. So until next time, Adam Crow for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. Mahalo.